We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. A total lunar eclipse will be taking place overnight this coming Sunday into Monday. It's a relatively rare event that excites scientists and non-scientists alike. Our science reporter, Eli Chen, has her fingers crossed for clear weather so she can observe the event. I talked with her about it recently and asked her what she sees as special about the eclipse. Yeah, total lunar eclipses are, you know, a bit more common than total solar eclipses like the one we saw last year. But uh, I wanted to use this event to talk a little bit about the moon and what uh, scientists want to know about it. What is special about this? Uh, about the total solar, yeah. total lunar, lunar eclipse? Yeah. This one, um, well, this one, like I said, is more of a common event. And um, basically what I learned from talking to Brad Jolliffe, uh, an astronomer over at Washington University, is that... Uh, This particular eclipse happens every 18 years, um, and it's part of something called the sorrow cycle, um, which is just, you know, it has to do with um, the cycles of the moon's orbit around the Earth and and whatever. But, uh, yeah, so basically what makes, you know, lunar eclipses, you know, different than total solar eclipses is that... um, is that, you know, they can be viewable everywhere. (laughs) They're a lot more accessible. Um, But the one we're going to see later this month uh, will turn red, and it'll be be high in the sky and very large. So it'll be a really good sight to see. And we can see it for a longer period of time, certainly, than a solar eclipse. Yeah, that's because of the object that's blocking. So, you know, this time... um, so this time, you know, it's the Earth that's, um, that's blocking the sun. And uh, whereas during the total solar eclipse, it was the moon that was blocking. And since it's a smaller object, it takes less time for it to move. What can we learn from an event like this? Yeah, so when I talked to Brad Jolliffe over at um, Washington University, he, met, he mentioned a few things um, about what lunar scientists want to know which is that there are huge temperature changes that happen uh, during total lunar eclipses. Um, you have to remember a couple of things is that the moon doesn't have an atmosphere and, um, and no, no way to retain any heat. So when the Earth is blocking the sun, the temperature actually drops several hundred degrees. So, you know, there's a lot that happens to the rocks on the moon. Would uh, animal life be affected, do you think, here as a result of that? Um, I don't know anything about that, actually, yeah. but uh, there is a lot. There are a lot of animals that do depend on moonlight, so it could be very interesting. I don't really know, though, about that. Well, I ask that because uh, it is sometimes called a wolf moon, which is obviously an animal. It uh, is affected by the moon somehow. It's also called a blood moon. Yeah, and I think, well, that's because uh, the moon turns red. And that's because of the gas molecules that are in the Earth's atmosphere. They, they scatter all kinds of light particles. And during a sunset or sunrise, they'll scatter blue light. So that allows the red to come through. And that's what's sort of giving the reddish hue to the moon. When you are watching it, you're going to be spending some time, obviously, as you've indicated, watching it. 
Um, how will you watch it? So I will be watching the lunar eclipse with Rebecca Boyle, who is a science writer based here in St. Louis. And she writes for The Atlantic and 538 and a lot of really other great publications. Mm-hmm. And she has a book deal with Random House to write a book over the next couple of years about the moon. So she's very knowledgeable about that subject. And I will also be watching it with Brad Jolliffe over at Washington University. And we'll be picking a spot in Chesterfield that I will not name yet. <laughs> uh, why, why Chesterfield? Uh, so there is a particular spot that Dr. Jolliffe um, likes to watch the moon from. But again, I will not disclose that location just yet. Will you be using any special equipment for any reason? I don't. I think I may bring a pair of binoculars that I used when I was a kid. But... Honestly, you can just watch this with the naked eye. Um, Both Dr. Jolliffe and this other person I talked to, Don Ficken, who is with the St. Louis Astronomical Society, they both recommended just watching it with the naked eye. There are going to be several special watching parties, as I understand, with a big one at Jefferson College. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, so uh, that's the one that uh, Don Ficken told me about, that he'll he'll be attending that with the St. Louis Astronomical Society and doing a bit of entertaining during the five hours of the lunar eclipse. Um, and there will be another event over at Weldon Spring. Anything else you want to mention about uh, things that we should be looking for during this event? Uh, well, I will be having a conversation with Rebecca Boyle and Brad Jolliffe about um, other things than the eclipse. We'll be talking mostly actually about the milestone that happened recently, China landing. On the far side of the moon. On the far side of the moon. So, yeah, um, we'll be talking about that research. That will be interesting because the far side of the moon, as I understand it, is far different from that uh, portion that we see. Yeah, and it's been really difficult to get landers and rovers on that side Simply, I think, because a lot of instruments that space agencies have developed for the moon are solar-powered. And the idea of of the intricacy of getting pictures from the far side back to Earth, I mean, you have to bounce them off some kind of a satellite or something. Right. And Mm. I'll be be Mm. talking about that in that discussion with Dr. Jolliffe. We'll look forward to it. Great. Thank you so much. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen talking about her interest in the total lunar eclipse that will take place Sunday night and early Monday morning. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.